Michelle Constant on SAFM. So, just to take you into the uh, KwaZulu-Natal Poetry Festival on the line, we have Sipendile Klongwa. She's the curator of the Poetry Africa Festival. Sipendile, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle. How are you keeping up? We're looking forward to hearing uh, some of the works that are going to be taking place over the six-day program. Tell us how it's going to be working. Um, the festival is kicking off tomorrow at 11. Uh, we're going to be having a keynote address by Lubuma Shive and as well as a video um, recording of Kolega Potuma from her, late, uh, from her collection, uh, Collective Media. And we have partnered as well this year with um, French Institute of South Africa and Total South Africa to actually um, launch, launch, pre-launch an anthology of young poets from South Africa, which is very exciting. We've seen a lot of entries from young South African poets who are going to be part of that anthology. Uh, and for the as from Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we're going to be having uh, webinars uh, taking place in the morning. They're also powered by uh, the French Institute of South Africa and Total South Africa as well. Uh, in the evening, we're going to be having um, an, an annual Mafiga uh, Kuala um, lecture. Mafiga Kuala was an activist in the black consciousness um, during the period of 1970 to the 80s. So it's first time that it's going to be featured within the Poetry Africa uh, program. Yeah. However, it has been an annual lecture going on within the University of Guadalajara. Um, we are very excited also to welcome our participants from the continent and the rest of the world. Uh, we're going to be seeing um, our U.S. participants, uh, which is going to be Nikki Giovanni, Safia Alvino, um, we got our South African uh, poets as well, um, Crazy Becker, Afro William, Eugene Skies, our new voices, we've got um, Tori Saint, Masai Sepur, Manao, Mahale. Um, it's, it's a jam-packed program to, uh, leading up until the, the Saturday of the festival. So we're going to be seeing a lot of younger voices coming to the space and women poets coming into the space as well. And we've got cross-gender experimental projects that we are doing this year where we've got jazz artists um, collaborating with poets as well as dancers collaborating with poets. Um, there's quite a lot of partnerships that we've got, including the Winterdale Theatre, um, the Drama for Life as well. So we're going to be delivering quite a lot of projects um, such, uh, with the help of our partners uh, from, the con- from, from the continent and um, the, the entire world. So, Sibalela, one of the issues, obviously, is the challenge of uh, having to go virtual. Uh, Sipendile, mm. sorry. Uh, and I wonder if you could, as the curator who's had to pull the whole thing together, if you could talk about the challenges that took place and how you had to resolve them in this process. Well, it is a challenge um, to say, if you can quite remember, it started with the time of the Writer Festival. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> which was a sudden change. It, it, we actually had to sit back for like two days and re 
Help and Change the Program to actually seed the digital platform. So we have drawn from that experience um, to actually deliver the Poetry Africa Festival. Obviously, we don't have all the the experience or the skills to actually put it all, put it together digitally. So we have partnered with TMR Voice to actually manage our technical for an online platform. So the festival is going to be streaming live from our Facebook page, the Poetry Africa Facebook page, the Twitter page, as well as the YouTube channel. So we're very grateful with the partnership we have here with TMR Voice to actually be able to carry out the festival for us on the digital platform. So it has been really challenging. You have to, there is a whole lot of different sets of technicalities that one needs to pay attention to as opposed to having a physical version of the festival. So it has been, uh, we, are, we are learning as we go. Um, and we are hoping that we're going to deliver um, the same experience and quality program for our viewers. You know, I know already from Time of the Writer, which was in March, um, and mm. that sudden shift and change, it's, um, it's, it's a huge challenge not having the physical. And I wonder if, yeah. if you know, li- listening to one of our young, the young poet Tumela Mohoto, who spoke so much mm. about actors and how there's a physicality. And mm. I wonder if uh, we're going to l- lose that physicality and, or if it will be picked up in some other way. Um, we, we, we've gone virtual with the, with the actual, the, the program, the entire program. So there isn't any physical, um, um, events that we have planned. But however, we are hoping with what we, we, we are working on right now that we will still carry that same, um, feeling for the audiences. It may yeah. never be the same, but we are trying as much as we can to deliver the festival and they still, like it's, it's a physical engagement um, yeah. of the festival. We do have um, closed session where we have uh, poets are going to be engaging on our Zoom platform. Brilliant, yeah. Um, so at least there's that personal touch in a way. Uh, for instance, uh, the masterclass with uh, Professor Chris Abani, um, it's going to be a closed session. So on our Zoom platform, so we are hoping that there will be that feel of um, a personal touch, a physical touch with, with that session. Yeah. Sibindile, if we uh, look at uh, the five or seven days that it will be operating for, uh, give us the details. How can people get involved? What's brilliant about it, it's absolutely free. So if you're passionate about poetry, you don't have to... Uh, Pay to enter, you will have to give data though, and that of course is uh, a cost to many. But how do people do it? Um, they just follow follow our Poetry Africa page on Facebook, yeah, and Twitter, and also on our YouTube channel. If you can log, in, people can just log in there. Yeah. The program we want to be live uh, is three times uh, a day, eleven in the morning, uh, three in the afternoon, and and at seven in the evening. Yes, we have made the program free because we are cognizant of the fact that data is expensive in South Africa. So uh, yeah. we just want to make the festival more accessible to, to audience. And it's all about building new audiences for the festival as well. Um, because mainly the festival was people actually, was for the audiences that are way in Durban in the physical spaces. But now we are opening up to the entire world to have a piece of Durban. Brilliant. 
Lovely. Sipindila, wishing you all the very, very best uh, with what promises to be a great lineup. That's Sipindila Shlongwa. She's the curator of Poetry Africa. It's the 24th amazing annual Poetry Africa Festival. It's presented by the Center for Creative Arts at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. And it's going to run from the 12th to the 17th of October. Holding it virtually because of the Rona and uh, you can view it for free on the Facebook page, the YouTube uh, site, also Twitter page. That's Poetry Africa's. And uh, we've had a couple of um, haikus come in, the 575. Lorraine Roche says, red poppies dancing, red poppies dancing in the early morning breeze give joy to the soul. So that's the 575, three lines haiku. And in fact, I think that uh, Louise Gluck, who's the uh, winner of the Nobel Prize, also wrote a poem about red poppies much more extensively. Red poppies dancing in the early morning breeze give joy to the soul. Someone else has said, uh, this is a haiku, family life is good, interact, care, love and laugh, nil more important. Family life is good. Interact, care, love and laugh. Nil more important. That's the challenge we're setting you. The 575 three-line haiku. Can you do it? Have you got it in you? I see that uh, it's far more challenging than we expected. You guys are frightened, man. Bring it on. Bring it on.